Hi, my name's Adam, uh, and Don drank all my beer in college. Yeah, fair, yeah. Yeah. I'm Jeff, and I'm going to drink all of Don's beer tonight. Circle of life. Yeah. Honestly, that sounds better than the Asequenia part of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're going to start with, these are two friends that I met through my friend with the nicest calves in the world, because uh, they both went to Mizzou, which is in the uh, middle of Missouri, in the middle of the United States for the international listeners. Have three of them so far. But yeah, to start this off, before we get into what they, they're here for, I was actually one of those people who was super confident that I knew who an actor was in a film that I didn't know that Kevin Bacon was the bad guy in X-Men First Class. You fool. Yeah. I'm a little surprised you thought that there was someone out there that just looks exactly like Kevin Bacon and was in films. I mean, I guess there are... Also sounds just like him, apparently. Yeah, that too. Well, also, that's what the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon is. You're seven degrees off of what he looks like (laughs) from a 360 perspective. So the game is six degrees when you're, you know, that far away. If you're seven degrees, then you just, you look like him, but you're not him. But in this case, we were actually, I think, at zero degrees. Because it was. Because you were super confident. It it is Kevin Bacon. There was no discussion. Like, it is Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Pretty much I, I don't even need to look that up. It's Kevin. No, did this come across Jeff not knowing what accoutrement was? That is true. You're just using fancy words. That doesn't mean anything. Wait, I didn't know this was, show was French. Right? Right? That yeah. sounds... Well, it can't sound German because you'd be screaming it into the microphone right now. I can, I can flip that switch. You want that? Absolutely. Nah, it, was off. it was a bluff. It was a bluff. Just whisper German into it. So I have these two guys on. This is episode technically four because I'm still trying to get number two back because, again, might have been a little bit too into my cups. Anywho, so we all, we all just met up at the weekend because Adam here hosts a charity bags event every year amongst other charity events. So what's that for? Um, so, yeah, you guys were out for Bags for Badges last weekend, which is a event that um i won't say my foundation my family's foundation hosts that is called franny's crew Uh, it was in memory of my dad who passed in 2020 from cancer that he got from being a firefighter um and so essentially the foundation is um (laughs) cheers dad um so essentially the foundation is there to raise money to support first responders that are dealing with cancer um, and their families. So we have a bags tournament each year, which you guys were a part of. Appreciate your support there. And then we have a golf tournament every year. So, so we'll put all the details in the show notes, but what doesn't it cover? So like similar to Backstoppers, um, one of the charities that I help out with is a charity for people who have to travel to get uh, treatment excitement cancer center sure. yeah they don't cover the going to going back they help people from a regional perspective go there and they'll work on housing and stuff so is it kind of similar where oh here's your cookie cutter insurance coverage and cost that goes through insurance but then there's all these ancillary costs that go with it yeah if that, um, is that too, do you know what ancillary means i don't know if you're strong with a words jeff yeah. <laughs> it's ancillary one of those. That might also be French. I could say augmented, though it's kind of similar, but <laughs> it's still just as difficult. <laughs> um, but so, yeah. Go so, ahead. I mean, it, it it's a great question because we're still doing a lot of the formulation on how we're going to give that support. I think mostly it's going to be around a grant system. And so we're going to leave it to, you know, the people that need it with how they need it. And so you're going to get... You know, can we help you with a certain thing, whether that's travel, whether that's doctor's bill that Mm -hmm. you can't afford to pay, whether that's I can't afford to buy groceries this week because I'm out of work and I paid all these doctor's bills. Like that's where we're looking to do is kind of step in with some of those types of things Um, where that makes us a little bit unique from, say, organizations like Backstoppers. Backstoppers is really only there after the first responder dies. Um, and they support the family then at okay. that point. Whereas our group is there while they're still with us, and hopefully they continue to still be with us um, after they get through their diagnosis. Um, but we're also available then to be there if, unfortunately, the first responder doesn't make it. Are you just kind of like a known entity so people know to reach out with you if they have a friend that would be eligible and in need, or how do you find these people? Kind of. um, A lot of it is through contacts that we've got within the fire department and the police department and making them aware that we exist. Um, So this is still, even though we've been in this now for 
two years, the last two years has been raising a lot of money so that when we're ready to do grants, which should be early next year, we have money to back up those types of donations. So we're starting with kind of this base of, hey, if you're a firefighter or a police officer that knows somebody that could benefit from our support, let us know. And then from there, hopefully we can expand it out and maybe market it a little bit better to make sure people know that we exist. And so basically by expanding the marketing, you're basically one, outreach of the people that you can actually help, but then two, families, friends of the people you can potentially help can add, he's, all right, Jeff, Jeff knows that word, <laughs> to basically any types of donations, any types of events. So with that, with, with that, how, how do you, I mean, you, we'll get to it, but you, you're a salesperson for Coke? I work in operations. So he's in operations and Coke. I was in sales for a long time. So yes, I do similar things as what I did for Coke. Coca-Cola, that uh, is. Yeah, Important I, distinction. I, I knew we needed to make that early on. Um, but then it's the same with the foundation. I mean, you have to, and it sucks the way that I'm going to phrase this, but you have to market foundations almost. People have to oh, know yeah. that you're there and you're spending this time and money to make sure people are aware of it. And it's almost in the same way that you do a product, but we're just doing a lot different stuff. So interesting word saying product. Product, yes. But, um, <laughs> but from like, so I'm assuming it's 501c3 as far as like any types of like everything's basically you can write off on your taxes. Yep. Um, with tax law changing, I've done it a few times where if I can just basically donate a hundred dollars. I'm in a different tax bracket, and then that will basically even save me more, but it's just the actual cause in general. Yep. So how do you organize working for Coca-Cola, managing the charity, DJing weddings, and for some reason hanging out with us? <laughs> <laughs> and full family. Yeah. Um, Not in that order, unless that's your order. Like I, believe, uh, I believe you already brought up the Coke. Yeah, there is that. Well, um, that's how you do it. It's the product. <laughs> <laughs> the product keeps me going. Um, now, I'm pretty sure if I say it in that order, my wife will kill me when she does hear this. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's tough. And I mean, I think a lot of us know, you know, there's certain aspects of life that you just, you do. And We've, we've all got families. We've got kids. One of us is about to be in that boat. Soon. Um, so you, you get how that type of stuff is going to impact other aspects of life. So, like, for example, I, was, I DJed for a long time. I have officially retired. I'm not DJing anymore. Um, I just don't have the time for it. Like it's out. Is, is it within the family? Because I know your dad used to DJ. Like when we were, when I met you guys, yeah, I've never seen, like I've never been to Mizzou and thank God, cause I would not have graduated based on some, <laughs> you would have survived. I would not have survived. D3 was perfect for me cause it kept me busy. I went to some of your, like, I think, um, through one of our friends, I met my first man crush here, Jeff, because that's before I know who Ryan Reynolds was. They're eerily similar looking. Very. It's the nicest thing anyone will ever say about me. <laughs> Ever. Mm -hmm. Not you're a good father, just like you look like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I'm content with this. <laughs> and so, but then I started I started coming down there just because we hit it off and I would hang out with yep. um, your other roommates. Mm -hmm. And so I would come down there and his dad would just be partying, drinking with us. Just like kind of being like, so he was basically still first responder, but he was acting like a police officer on there. Yeah, very Especially much so. with having what? daughters that were around as well yeah well at least my older sister and oldest sister i guess i should say mm -hmm. she would have been like two years younger you know god now i'm i'm oh fuck i'm gonna stop and do math here for a minute math's hard math is hard she is four years younger okay um so yeah at 21 22 years old and we're having parties and she's 18 17 years old and Coming up to hang out occasionally. <laughs> yeah, dad dad played cop slash bodyguard more than anything, but Oh yeah, and somebody told him at one point that uh either she had a thing for me or vice versa. Um neither of us ever saw each other that way, but I got the gun pulled on me about four times that night. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Now, um, do you, do you think that's a trend that he possibly set? Now, I mean, it's technically safer, but technically more dangerous. Because usually you have National Kick a Ginger Day. <laughs> what would happen if you have a national pull a gun on a ginger day? 
Technically, it's safer, I think. Because you just pulled the you gun? You pulled the gun. Okay. Did he point it? It never made it all the way out of the holster. So brandished. Now we're moving on to B words. Are you okay with the word brandished? <laughs> I haven't made it that far in the dictionary, no. <laughs> Where'd you stop at? The A's. Hey, we're still on A. Yeah. <laughs> just a table of contents. <laughs> but yeah, so your dad was awesome. Like, we would just drink with him and just like, and he would like, DJ, he had brought a smoke machine. Oh, yeah. For... Like, We'd have a college party in like a freaking duplex, and you would think we were in a club because he'd roll up with a full set of sound equipment, lights, smoke machine, the whole nine yards, and people are rolling in like, where, where, where in the hell did we just walk into right now? And it wouldn't even be like he'd wait for you to have like the parties that are like, okay, I'm going to do him a great favorite. You'd be having like a beer pong tournament, yeah. and he'd be like, let's do this. Yep. Glad you brought that up. <laughs> Go on. Me and... Papa Francis are still undefeated, and I'm, I'm assuming going to remain. I don't know I don't, how you know, could. Gypsy stuff, I don't sure. know, bring him back. It could happen. I mean, it worked in Avengers. I see we try it. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, undefeated beer pong champions, yeah. like 7-0. and oh. Should get you a black maid. That's not enough. I need statue? like a Mount Beermore or whatever like that. Like, there we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sculpt a nice statue for you. It will be very tasteful. Out of what material? I don't know, but you will not be important. nude. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That's terrifying because knowing you, being a ginger and having no soul, you'll probably be like ivory, like ivory from that elephant is what tusks. I was thinking, actually. Is it because it's, it's white? Yeah. Yeah, figured. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so basically you're navigating all of this with family and just being constantly busy with the charity. So, I kind of trying to draw a narrative against other like larger charities where a lot of the money can maybe go to overhead type items sure so overhead items is basically just like oh we have our own building where we go let's just say that's ten thousand a month that comes out of the charity so you can have brick and mortar building you have salaries for compliance salaries for marketing salaries for basically everything because 501c3s are heavily regulated from a government perspective because you can do some shady shit with it yeah it's very possible um i mean that's that was one of the first things we did with having putting our board together. It was like we need, we need financial minds on this board because the last thing you want to do is be that group that somehow screws something up and never that we thought we were going to do anything we shouldn't have been doing. But it's like you said, very well regulated, so it's very easy to screw something up and just miss an I or miss a cross a T or whatever. And the next thing you know, you're getting fined or pulled up on, you know, getting knocked out of your 5013. Best to avoid it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And like, it's kind of like the goodwill goes into it. Because when I was at the past companies I've been at, like financial control or HR manager, when I was trying to talk to the owners about, hey, why don't we just drink at 2 a.m. and do Bloody Marys? Sorry, drink at 2 p.m. do Bloody Marys and negotiate deals. And multiple... It happens a lot multiple in the business thing, world. Multiple things I had to do internally, and I had to work with the DOJ with this company. Oh, even better. Yeah. And so when I come back to that whole goodwill about a charity thing, what do you want the first thing that people do when they Google you? So there is actually things when, okay, hand gestures aside, this isn't a video podcast yet, Jeff, but I mean, that's what most men want to do. That's what the internet's <laughs> for, right? some people say. But yeah, yeah it's like... Mostly Jeff. Again, as you expand marketing, expand into new territories, and they're Googling your association, whatever you have from your... Do you have a website? No, not yet. Uh, that's what we're finalizing, actually, here in the next month. But I'm actually going to put in the show notes that you do not have a website. Thank you. Brian's going to make it for him. Yeah. Oh, that's not going to happen. Well, no, that's um, the app. That's the app that's yes, going to come. Because we have a brilliant, an app, brilliant app developer. I mean, but you bring up a good point. I mean, it is hard because... You know, when you don't invest in that overhead, you have to have people that are dedicated to doing all that work on top of everything that Mm -hmm. they do. And that's what's going on right now. We've got people behind the scenes that are filing all of our paperwork and taking care of our financials and building out our website. And somehow I'm in charge of our social media, which probably isn't great because I don't have time to do it enough. Um, But you get to a point where you're just like, is it better maybe that we throw some money at somebody that can really manage this so we can spend better time doing other things? Now, with you being social media, what the C, what is that, the CMO? 
The chief marketing is not one that I chief ever thought. Chief media would, officer? Yeah, we'll go with I'm that. I'm chief pod officer of DFT International. Yeah, you are pod. Damn it. God, I can't re- I mean, we should end it there. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but to that point, you might have people like you basically, unless you know people within your network that are committed to the charity, you don't have anybody that is a subject matter expert to basically have everything be positive. Right. Investigation. You don't want any investigations. You want all your marketing to be good. You don't want your... Your marketing basically looks like your MySpace profile from back in the day. <laughs> Mine was hot, okay? <laughs> there you go. Bringing so it all together. Jeff is coming on board uh, starting was, next week. What was your song on MySpace? I didn't actually do any of that stuff. Really? No. Oh, I'm pretty... I was a big, big, bigger than now nerd for yeah, a long I'll... time in my life. Like, I'll... I had like one friend on, on, there was no need to dress it up. <laughs> Wait, one friend on was Facebook your, or was one your friend? friend? It was the guy on MySpace. It was Tom? Yeah, it was, it Tom. was Tom. Tom was okay. your only friend? Yeah. Well, Tom was also the guy that we used to play darts with who like designed that. Never mind. That's a different podcast. That's a tangent. Uh, Ooh, look at him. Big words from Jeff Mom. <laughs> you skipped a T. <laughs> I've got my pocket dictionary. I just did it. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, like I know I've helped like because my mom passed away from leukemia like i try to help out with charities as much as possible either using prior places that i worked with because i know the whole corporate suite or the board to try and help with because eight hundred dollars donated to franny's crew will be different let's just say it's kind of like that always um for every dollar you donate how much actually goes to charity or for helping and so i know united way everybody in st louis Enterprise, Garda World, all the um, the company I currently work at, everybody's in for United Way because a lot of the, our friend Dan is on boards as well, sure. which they volunteer for. A lot of these people are volunteering their time and by volunteering their time and they're being like upper echelon of their careers and in their fields, them volunteering gets you the best bang for your buck as far yeah. as what was it? Um, Ronald McDonald House. I'm not trying to. Say, I heard it's. I heard it's iffy as far as the dollar to the recipient. Sure. Well, you, the, you'll see a lot of that. And to the exact point that you said, it's the more overhead they throw into it, that they think is helping the foundation. In reality, it isn't. And that's why it get it'll get to a point with us where we're tapped out. We can only make so much with the resources that we're going to have and the people that we're going to have with the time. And I'm, not, I'm okay with that. Like, I'd rather us be able to say in a year we made, you know, $30,000 and all of those dollars went to the foundation and then eventually went to first responders. Then to me say, we made $100,000 and $30,000 went to first responders. And the thing is that there as well with like other companies where you have to worry about compliance in general is it's not the case, but you have to worry about any type of discriminatory practices on right. anything like when you're talking about grants oh like they'll legit if they're ever getting audited and this was internally when i was doing a whole bunch of stuff with um, a security company i was working for unfortunately you can't have you can't help out a lot of certain situations yeah because that situation let's just say your budget to pay out to people is thirty thousand dollars well you give fifteen thousand because you know somebody they're close to you and you want to do that and then next year, you have the same budget, and you try and you deny somebody's fifteen thousand dollars. If there's any type of demographics, race, religion, age, <clears throat> anything like that, yep, they potentially could come back and sue you. Yeah, and even if the suit doesn't come to fruition, it, we go back to that goodwill scenario where you Google, oh well, Franny's crew hates gingers. What now? It, why it may it be legit. Because I don't know if you can sue if you don't have a soul, can you? You, you can. No one will actually take the case, so you can try. Oh, it won't okay. work. Are well, there any ginger? Good. Are there? Are, are we should have brought one of the lawyers? Are there any mm. famous ginger lawyers in all of TV, Law and Order, all of them? Is there one ginger lawyer? No, no, it doesn't exist. I mean, oh. just just limit it to are Wait. there famous gingers? No. Oh, wasn't the, the wasn't the lady in Liar Liar? That was the like. She lost. If you're calling her the, lost, the lady, how famous like, is she? Wasn't she? <laughs> Who are you talking about? Use like, a name. Opposite of Jim Carrey. Like Ooh. the lawyer that was opposite of Jim Carrey, I believe was a redhead. That liar, sounds, liar, evil attorney. That's I mean, that sounds like put. somebody that they set up to lose. So again, not a star. Not a star. 
Well, I mean, don't, yeah, she didn't win. So we can still oh, say. Oh, yep. This is good. She is. She is a ginger. And this is the best oh, and thing. she's got such a hateable face because of the gingerness. So This is, gonna, this is the beauty cast. about podcasts that aren't video. I can put this as the cover art and people are going to be like, what the <laughs> fuck? And, and how did you get here? They've got to get 30 minutes into this before they're like, oh. Okay, okay now yeah. you get it. Honestly, like that is hilarious. <laughs> so angry looking. That's going to be phenomenal. So with you having your kid, what's the... So you don't have a soul, so you can't Correct. combine two souls be, with your non-ginger wife. No, no. Now, with, you know, with having like blonde hair, blue eyes, like sometimes it's a recessive allele we that says there's like a, a 25 <laughs> by 25% chance to have that gen- that gene. Mm-hmm. Is there a negative chance that your child steals your wife's soul? No, my hope is that Jamie actually slept with someone else, and so there's no chance this kid is going to be a ginger. <clears throat> That's its only hope. That, that took a hell of a turn. <laughs> uh, I, that's... Go on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you have... Is there someone you would prefer had done it? Um, or is it just anyone? John Stamos. John Stamos is a pretty oh, darn good one. But my, my actual choice, as, uh, as Tebow alluded to earlier, would likely be Ryan Reynolds. I mean... I wish Ryan Reynolds would have sex with me and have my baby. Uh, or or I all. guess I'd have his baby. Now, would that be a butt baby? I, I don't I don't know how that works. It's a lot of math. <laughs> you have two children? <laughs> yeah, but they were normal ones. Oh, they weren't butt babies? No. Like, I, I, don't, know. I don't know. Jackson always seemed a little off. That's a good point. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I'm not convinced they're mine either. But. Why are we judging him when we're all off irregardlessly? Huh? He said the things. Like, I love when I they hear that in movies. I know, right? <laughs> I love it. Well, I've been saying it for the past 10 years just to piss people off, so I think I might as well try and get in as much that as possible true. now. That's true. <laughs> Key and Trey just never stop saying it. It is literally the worst word. It's a double well, negative worse. word. Yeah. Moist. It's not real. Uh, moist is... Well, I like moist. Hmm. I like the word moist. I feel like I phrased that poorly. Honestly, part of this drinking, you know, used to play in college, you should have to say moist every time you open a beer like you just did. Moist. Oh, wow. That's he- that's heavy into the ears. <clears throat> I'm actually going to leave that in in case that's like the highest yeah, bars we've one. had all, all the time. Because we have it on TV, what the, uh, what the volume output is like. But while Adam pours his beer and checks his phone, Jeff, you do... Third-party mentor teaching company stuff. I do not. What do you do? <laughs> I'm in sales. For? Varsity Tutors. Oh. Which is? Oh. A tutoring company. Shut up. <laughs> so you... What do tutors do? Nothing. So in, I haven't made it to tea in this. So <laughs> with your expansive knowledge of the English dictionary, what happens when people ask you to show your work when you're selling them a product? What's the accoutrement that you give them to make sure that you can sell things? I hate everything about you right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you actually want me to talk about this? No, right absolutely. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, they've, they've come to our website. They come to us. We don't do any outside leads. So they've all seen our site, and they've decided, I want more information. So that work has essentially been done for us, unless they want to see reviews, which we can obviously send to them. It's largely just... It's going to be you talk to them. It's the conversation. It's I'm going to learn about your situation. I'm going to tell you how we fit. It's There's not a lot of add-ons that make it, you know, so that you have to go elsewhere and leave the conversation to make up your, your mind. It's just, hey, you're going to sit down with somebody. Sit down. Air quotes. Sit down. You're on the phone with them, and they're going to learn about your situation and make it simple how we can or can't help. So is it a certain type of, like, who's usually like looking into this so it seems like you already have the perfect marketing where people come to you because everybody hates business to business like people calling is like hey no, i'm hoping this is good is your child stupid so do you I, want us to help i should take that out of my script then Stop. do you need help reading the dictionary <laughs> so do i <laughs> we can help each other it's a perfect plan I think I'm gonna change everything now. That's how we're gonna do it. But yeah, so like, is it just like homeschooled? Is it just people struggling in classes? Is it 
The whole range. Uh, my specific area, we help people pass professional certifications. So ticket to entry type exams, you know, NCLEX for nursing, USMLE for doctors, bar for tutors, yada, yada. There's far more of those than you might assume. So my team of 20 exclusively handles handles those. So we're working with, with adults, um, occasionally helicopter parents of adults, but we've got an older clientele than much of the company. So with our friends who are similar to us, I guess, from approach in life and overall sense of humor, how did they pass the bar without any assistance? What, there's th- two? At least so two we, I know. No, we have quite a few friends that are, are lawyers. Um, yeah. We typically deal with, so a lot of, you know, different exams have different pass rates. Some are not wildly challenging to pass. Some are extremely challenging. A lot of our, our friends who passed are... I mean, they're really intelligent guys. I mean, that's why they got into the field. That's why they're successful in it. Um, and not that the people we help aren't, but they've often tried on their own already. And they thought, I can do this. You know, I've made it this far in my life. I've been successful. I can pass this exam. They've tried once, twice. Most I've ever talked to was seven times and mm-hmm. failed. And they've decided, I need to do something different. I need to work with somebody who's done this and helped us other people get past this. And that's typically when we enter the conversation. I mean, do you go into what type of techniques they currently use? Do you offer them options like depend like even when I'm I within my job currently, I probably have unofficially 30 people reporting to me, but not a fit like unofficially because I'm working to help them improve their job as a project manager. And I have to have a myriad myriad not there. Is it a pe- the pointy thing? Yes, it's a man-made pyramid. pyramid. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so there's a myriad of techniques in order for people learning because when it comes to age, it comes to how stubborn they could be to learning new things or it's like, hey, I'm a visual learner versus an audio learner or it could be SOS, which I learned was a show, observe, shadow as far as like the trip, like the it's all simpler than that these days. It used to be more variability in there. We had multiple modalities in terms of how you receive your tutoring. But since the pandemic, we've gone fully online. And more importantly, maybe for us, everybody is now familiar with doing things online. So yeah. there's a lot less pushback. And, you know, you might still get that if you're looking at the younger clientele. You know, not everybody wants to put their six-year-old on a computer. Part of me gets that, although that's... Uh, it, it does tend to work pretty well with them. It gets them on board with what they're going to be doing the rest of their lives. When you start talking to somebody in their 20s, they've done it. They're used to it. All they really care about is getting the best help out there. And so there's not a lot of pushback. They're just like, hey, what does it look like? Great. I can see them. I can talk to them. I've got a digital work board for everything. It's about as much as they need to know. After that, they might tell me a little bit about their learning style. And we'll take that into account when we pair them. But that's ultimately not what's going to make the decision for them. Now, is it kind of certification and done? Is there like a continuing edu- education thing where like, hey, here's so used to you can get into this market, this field. Well, here's how you can actually separate yourself from other people. Like again, with continuing education or I don't know, heightened education to say, hey, you're not pointing out our friends, basic bitch lawyers. How are you <laughs> going to be above a basic bitch lawyer? Like, can you offer advice? We don't do a lot of that. Sorry, um, Tim and Alex. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't tend to do hypothetical a lot of that, names, right? by yeah, the way. Sure, don't yeah, don't look through not, our Facebook. They're not real. <laughs> with with most of these tests, you're at least in the beginning going to start off working with others, and you're going to have a mentor who's right there and, and working with you. Even our friends who did this, they started off that way, and they eventually branched off on their own. But they had a mentor and somebody right there in the field that they work with. That's who typically helps them. So either you're working in fields where you're always going to be with people. And they're going to drive your, your development in that territory. Or if it is one where you eventually often break off on your own, it's not something you do from day one. And so you can normally find your help that way. So like, what about um, where you have to have certain hours to recertify? So like, I've, I was eventually looking to get my CPA, but then I went into the private sector. So instead of doing people's taxes... I went and worked for enterprise and I worked for a financial controller. I don't need a CPA to do that. It's better for me to prep 80% of it, send it off to a CPA. Mm-hmm. They approve it than having a CPA person like within it because of the size and revenue of the company. So with like a CPA as an example, do you have like continuing education? Do you like, you, so you don't like, oh, make sure you get these hours. It's not like a hand-holding thing. Like. No, and that would be a very challenging thing for us to do. Our tutors are all contracted workers, meaning we can only demand so much of exactly how they go about their business. Uh, so we're not necessarily going to be eligible for, for any of that because of that nature. Okay. Yeah, it's just, 
interesting because I don't know if like actually maybe similar to gym memberships, if you're paying somebody to help you get a certification, paying to make you maintain it or paying to paying somebody to improve your the tools that you have at your arsenal to make yourself a better worker within your position that that's an actual option. Yeah, I could see it being a someday thing, but right now it's not about to happen. There would have to be some changes, for, I think, for us to be successful in it. Um, it's a possibility down the road, but it's not a current setup. I mean, ours. based off just what you guys have done alone, though, from an agile standpoint, coming into COVID, the fact that you were able to shift everything online mm-hmm. as quickly as you did, that's a huge piece of it. And we're seeing, and, you know, and I would joke about Coke, but... Coca-Cola did a huge thing with that too, with all of our field technicians that are out servicing equipment. Everything moved online. And now it's all managed in that regard as opposed to, we need you to come in for this class and Mm -hmm. actually take pieces apart and all that. And I think we're gonna continue to see it. So yeah, it's very possible that you guys could continue to move into further space. Mm -hmm. It would make sense, I guess. But yeah, it just goes back to, in the conversations that you have consistently of people that Talk about all of these iterations and changes that we've made throughout COVID. That's internet has definitely been a big one in the way that people learn and the way that people get their information. Well, to both of you, either with Adam, with Coca-Cola, I figure we've already wasted that joke enough. Yeah. It's and then good. with the uh, actual charity and then Jeff with Varsity Tutors. Yes, there is the online. It's the same thing with my thing. Everything is online. Everything is Zoom calls, all these compliance, annual reporting. Everything is done online, but companies are will, companies, and potentially even now your clients are willing to spend more money to be client, basically face-to-face, like client-facing for Coca-Cola. Sure. And then for you, just like actual, your, all the people that pay you for tutoring to be sitting in a room or something more than just online do you is that another option that's like again feel talk amongst yourselves we will never go back to that okay uh it's just when you're looking at certifications you're looking at a very specialized tutoring group there's only so many people that have those skills even just knowing the content then have the teaching ability to do it and now are willing to actually tutor that ultimately what people really care about is just getting the right person that person typically doesn't live down the road from you so we've just embraced what has made us more successful um and there are some people who only want to do it the old school way but a decent amount of them wind up coming back to us after they try that route and find out that they're talking to jerry down the street who doesn't really know what he's doing so i don't think we'll ever go back to to in person and i don't think we have Good reason to, honestly. Well, was it your face that kind of ruined that approach? Yeah. I mean, they can't see me. I can turn my camera off online. So that's really the main reason I want to well, stay online. Can you cap- do cameras capture people without souls? Is it like a vampire they type They do. Thing? You're thinking mirrors? Different technology. See, this is... I'm realizing more and more as I listen to all this talk, too. This is actually upsetting for me because I have the least sexiest voice in this room right now. <laughs> I got Jeff over here that's just like... Yeah, so we're talking about tutors and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope, I ain't even close to that. Well, I'm happy, um, and, and not that it would help if my face was out there either. So, I'm gonna go, guys. You this sound happy. You sound happy. You do I'm have sorry. to leave. No, there's no, no leave, sex don't you? appeal there. But <laughs> no. Got a smile. Damn it! Voice. I thought People you were like gonna that. leave. That would have been a good exit quote. Hey, I'm ugly and I don't <laughs> sound good. See you guys. He just, he just gave you the green light to walk out in his blazer. Guess who just got a free suit out of this? <laughs> oh, yeah. So Jeffrey over here, who's very slim build, basically my wearing a blazer that I used to wear to uh, pro, like, so for pro soccer. I wanted to look the part. You Be had serious. to wear three-piece suits to and from games. Even places that didn't have showers, you came in three-piece suit, you went out three-piece suit. That sucks. Correct. I mean, it's not like we're running around. Right, at all. Sweating like a bunch of grease monkeys like Dwight. <laughs> also, it's really important to everyone that their refs show up looking like that. No one cares. Not a soul. But you have to look professional. I mean, eh. that was like, what, five years ago. But they're potentially making a dodgeball, too. I just heard today that they're potentially making a dodgeball, too. And they're talking like, oh, yeah, Vince Vaughn and this what's the guy at the big yeah, ears? Ben Stiller. Let's back that. Let's pause that real quick. How did you get from what we were talking about to this? So we went from wearing blazers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Blazers is a referee. Okay. Referee sweating like Dwight from Dodgeball. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, a bunch yeah. of grease monkeys. A bunch of grease monkeys. I get it. Mm-hmm. And now we're, we're out here sweating like grease monkeys. Too. I get it now. 
It took a minute. If you would have read the table of contents in the dictionary, you know it goes A, B, C, D, E. I never learned to read. I just memorized a bunch of words. I just guess. Like, same thing with me for writing. I just guess correctly. I don't know the rules. <laughs> yeah. Pretty nice. I'm, I'm more lucky than right half the time. So, probably more than half. I should be dead right now. 50, 80%. 80%. <laughs> we should all be dead right now. Let's be honest. That's very true. Because, yeah, I mean, like, going back to the thing where you went to an actual college. Sure. Uh, I mean, it's, no. it, it was a college. If the I if, didn't treat it like one. If the line that we're measuring it against is font bon sure, but otherwise yeah. there's, there's a lot of bigger oh, ones. Oh, there's no there. line. It's just like a big U at the bottom. It's like a reverse curve. Like where somebody like is really good and makes the curve go well, we're like the reverse of that, and we basically just everybody brings us up. Okay. Well, I, I prefer to just refer to it as a barrel, and both of us are scraping the bottom of the barrel with how we treat a college. What do you scrape the bottom of the barrel with? A, a, a fork, a wooden spoon. <laughs> Why would you scrape with a fork? <laughs> I don't know. There's zero surface area. You put me on the spot. <laughs> are, are you trying to clean the barrel or get what's in that tasty stuff that's in the bottom of the barrel? Regardless of <laughs> what you're trying to think, you meant. <laughs> I've never had somebody correct me about using you regardless. <laughs> hey, you know, when in Rome, if we're here, let's do it. But yeah, so Washington University is right next to us. I'm pretty sure their parking garage is about the size of our campus. That checks yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. How sprawling of a campus was it like with going to Mizzou and actually having to be on campus? No scooters, no bikes. The Usually, bulk wasn't crazy to, to get to, was, no. especially once you were on campus. There were a few buildings that, like, if they hated you, they're like, oh, you're going to take a sculpture class? You're going to walk seven miles off campus. That was the one time I had a real hike. How many times did you take sculpture classes? I did not show up frequently. That um, right. But I took, I took it one time. Um, okay. Cool. I showed up sometimes. Okay. What yeah. did you sculpt? Nothing good. I showed up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't even sculpt in the sculpting class. Wasn't even there on the sculpting. It, it was. Uh, it, it was a. It was a, a teacher who. He was one of those. I don't really care if you have any talent in sculpting. Tell me a story. And uh, I hate those art classes because I'd rather actually do something that looks good. So sure. I had no interest in this class. He sounds like Dean from uh, Community. Oh, I would have. I would love any class run by the dean. Uh, he was no dean. That guy actually hates me. Uh, it's the only time I've ever accidentally started yelling at a teacher and realized I was yelling when I realized he was backing away from me. So that class went poorly. So nice. Yeah. So one of my crowning moments for sure. That was like a good five second recap of the story. Please give me like beginning, middle, and emotional investment in said threatening of a teacher who's trying to enrich I your sculpting ability. Yeah, he was not trying to enrich anything. I was better than him. Uh, <laughs> I like how Jeff didn't want to talk on this thing at all, but he's like, I'm going to fucking lay into this guy right now. You just give me one second. <laughs> it wasn't anything outrageous. I just, my whole stance is this is an art class. Shouldn't I get a grade that's, you know, if my art looks good, I get a good grade. And he just wanted it to be this whole thing that was closer to creative writing and I uh, politely, I, it was not politely, disagreed and accidentally, because I didn't mean to, started to get louder and louder. And he was not a large man, so I can see how that would be alarming to him. So I was probably on step three towards him and step three of him going backwards before I realized what was happening and uh, no doubt of there. Step three of... Like stepping Un forward and he's stepping backwards. anger? Like you were stepping towards him. No, like actual physical steps forward. So this is like a West Side story because it's art related. I should not like have been snapping. Aggressively snapping at him. Did he have a switchblade? <laughs> I mean, he was a jet, so I, it had to happen. Was this like in class or just like... It was after the class, so okay. immediately following. There were still other students around. Oh, so nobody can okay. corroborate said half intimidation none of our, running away. I mean, none thing. of our friends took art classes with me. <laughs> Yeah, we know. That checks yeah. out. We know. That checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried to yeah, I tried to have Jeff help design the, because uh, he's the only artistic person I know. First time I ever met him, we got, I think, drunk at Adam's house. No, the first time we ever came down to Mizzou, got we drunk at Adam's house over here. And one of you two decided just to draw my eyes while I was just like trying to sit up. And yeah, that was right? a weird habit of mine. That was uh, <laughs> definitely Jeff. <laughs> was not me. I, at some point, I... Learned as anyone who's ever tried to draw, eyes are really easy to draw and they look awesome. I'm like, I'm going to impress people with this. I did not. Uh, <laughs> looking back, I impressed absolutely no one, nor should I have, and I was a weirdo. Did they all look like sloth from the Goonies, basically, whenever you did it? Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> with the eyes. Have you not seen the eyes? 
Or, okay, here's another one. Forrest Whitaker. Very the dude looks like he takes NyQuil and DayQuil at the same time. <laughs> I think what we learned is Tebow thinks I'm a terrible artist. <laughs> I think what he was describing is that they were very vivid eyes. Mm. So mm. Um, kind of bulging out a little bit, but, you know, maybe not terribly. Okay. Good color. I maybe think they were. Well, maybe no. 90 degrees of Kevin Bacon off as far as... Uh, I'm still learning it. words. He's still learning what that game means. Okay. <laughs> It's Angles. not a game if it's true, friend. <laughs> <laughs> and now you just draw dicks. So. Only when we play Jackbox, but I'm so good at it. <laughs> and to everybody out there, oh my God, um, that, that, they oh. could actually be my first sponsor. Jackbox. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say dicks. <laughs> I don't know that that's going to go as well. Um, but, but there's no visual, so it would have to be an audio, audio thing, and I'm just picturing it, you going, Jackbox. Mostly dicks. No. Roll Basically, with the whole that's dicks it. being a sponsor, you're not supposed to get high on your own supply. Mm. No, that's fair. <laughs> you are what you eat, too. But Jack's, Jackbox, funny story about that. So before we get to the Jackbox being the sponsor, Jeff just basically said, I think I told you the story, like some kid on the field called. He's like, dude, you're being a dick. And this is a D1 university. And I can't. Basically, people tell me to fuck off or you're a fucking idiot. I can't do anything about it. Sure. Because you can't yellow card somebody randomly in a D1 game because it looks bad. You'll never get a sign there again because basically they want people like throwing their hands, basically like slamming the football or getting teed up in basketball for slamming the ball. They want that very public thing for any type of punishment. Yeah. So this kid, I mean, he's like 20. I'm just like, it's like, that's not, oh, I was not foul. I'm like, <clears throat> I didn't blow the whistle. He's like, you're being a dick. Well, I'm like, you are what you eat. And he goes, <gasps> and I went, yeah. And Which I just is even better because he can't publicly say that that happened either. And I was just like, he's like, I'm like, yeah. I gave him a hard nod. <laughs> and then he did. This was like 30 minutes in. So for the rest of the 60 minutes, after him motherfucking me for 30 minutes, he didn't say a goddamn thing the rest of the day. And he's like, I see him talking to his coach, and his coach, like I know the guy. I'm not gonna say the school, but like I've been, he's it's up in Illinois. He looks at me, and he just goes, and he sends the kid over. He's like, I am so sorry. I didn't know. I'm like, I'm not gay. He's like, what? I just wanted you to shut the fuck up. So I basically told you I was gay for like <laughs> another 60 minutes. And he just went, fuck you. I'm like, have a good day. <laughs> That's, I mean, there's other funny-ass referee stories. But as far as like what Jackbox is, so you have Cards Against Humanity, where you can basically have a card that lines up perfectly. 20 people listen to this show. They're our friends. They've played this game. Correct. We're talking about international <laughs> viewers, okay? Oh, At least the the international. Three. I For mean, Josh. maybe three, two and a half. I think one of them's a ginger. For the whites. <laughs> Not those whites. I meant oh Mr. Goodness. and Mrs. White. Mr. and Mrs. White. See, we have a fan of the podcast. Yeah, listen. Like how funny was that one? Edited out of this podcast. I yeah. don't want to be a part of it Can we cut anymore. that part out maybe where <laughs> no, they yell for no, the whites? No, we're actually saying that because the English guy we had on earlier, the guy I kidnapped with Michael Nooner, and I'm yeah. super excited to get his girlfriend on, not him. Um, Nobody wants. And so... His like during a conversation and honestly episode two was hilarious. He's like, Oh, my son White and he's just like, Oh, your son's name is White. He's like, No, surname. And yeah. surname is last name. I'm just like, Your son's name is White White. And <laughs> if I would have been if we would have been in a better scenario, I'm like, Oh my god, did you call him White Squared? Yes. Like that's a way to go. But not go, basically defending Accents and putting in context hard. the whole the whites over I here. I appreciate that. Because I don't know. I don't feel comfortable being a part of this podcast anymore. This is, <laughs> well, I should get going again. <laughs> Time to hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> so Jackbox is basically, hey, you can play Cards Against Humanity, where basically the ones that always win is just like you can throw something just completely just out. What what's what are good Cards Against Humanity cards that always win? Um, not what? Not somebody who is infamous. <laughs> trying to man it's been a while since i played cards against humanity actually well he put you on the spot not me so enjoy oh that's a good point uh, so like you could be like helen keller or something sure. like that like here's the one person you don't want to see blah 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 and it would be like pulp oh, i'm not even gonna say it. i'm gonna have to cut pull somebody you want to see driving down the road helen keller yeah touchy feely and so imagine that but you take out you get to create all of your own answers. Yes. So 
instead of the one person you don't want to see driving. That's one part. Person you don't want to see talking to a woman. Second part, person who needs to stop doing apps. That's a trifecta. <laughs> We're not going to expand. But again. He's a sweetheart. Come on. He is. Love the kid to death. But you get to write your own answer. So it's on your Xbox. It's on your PlayStation. It's on your Roku. They'll put a prompt up there. Here's the worst game that you want to hear play. And everybody writes their own it's answers and votes on it. I think it is, yeah. I have no idea. I'm still working out the legal part with um, Roku and Jackbox. It's the funnest game to play when you're just all sitting around a couch. More importantly, there are some where you're allowed to draw yes. whatever you feel like. And uh, I pretty much exclusively draw penises and buttholes. Together? <laughs> kind of. Occasionally, yes. Sometimes. And you get to vote on the art, but then you put prompts on the art. So it's common enough that Trey can pick a butthole that I drew out of a lineup. That is a fact. I don't know whether I'm impressed, upset, <laughs> sad. There's a lot of emotion going on. Is it right like now. the usual butt specs or like what is that? I've got a style. That's terrible. We'll just, we'll just leave it at that. that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, agreed. So we're 45 minutes in. You still good or you got you gotta head out? No, I'm good. So yeah, this is kind of what I trying to do is basically there's zero context to what we're talking about we just basically shoot the shit yeah i'm not upset i didn't have to pee but oh you can go right now i mean there's gonna be so much better contact i'll be back (laughs) (laughs) but yeah those games are fantastic they just let your imagination run wild act like an idiot cool and it gets like their first time playing people are just like oh because David stinks. Yeah, they and play it like, safe ho, at first. Ho, ho, ho. And then one person puts it over the edge, mm-hmm. and it is what's what's above like triple X rated. Um, just flat. Do they just call it flat out porn at that point? Not Hunter Hurt. No, that's Triple H. I was trying to see if there's any wrestling thing in there. Oh, yeah, God, it's something that's on like some of the answers are basically should be on the dark web. They're just not like, you better be very comfortable with the people you're around and be used to basically the most horrific responses you can actually tell about. It's like that you're pretending to have some knowledge of the dark web. How does one get to the dark web, Tebow? Uh, Well, one, it's North County, obviously. So you have no idea, right? Okay. Correct. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure that when you Google, um, take me to the dark web. Um, they took me to a place where I tried to buy plutonium. They asked for your credit card. I don't know if card. you can still buy plutonium. Well, you got to pay the membership to get on the dark web, and you get in your credit card, so I'm sure you'll be on any day oh, now. Oh, correct. Yeah. But yeah, plutonium is like really big still. Hmm. Good, good. I left for a minute. Came back to plutonium. Are we talking about Back to the Future? I was going to, but Damn. I don't know how many gigawatts it is, so. Mm, yeah. Anybody? No. 1.21. One po- oh, dick. he basically made sure that none of us knew what it was and then answered it crushed it (laughs) you did proud of you that was so any Uh, did the soap come out as oil for you yes this can be edited out i gotta know though oh yeah like i i didn't understand it until Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. went in because it was the jar looks almost empty. It is, and it's actually, clear. Whatever clear. you can see is clear. And then you hit the thing, and it comes out brown. Yeah. And I'm like... You have oil in your what? soap dispenser. Is, I, but I wash my hands with it, so they smell Does nice. Does it smell like oil? Does it smell, it smell like oil. the barrels at the gas station? Uh, it's called, a, it's called, yeah. it's called yeah. a reverse refinery. So what you do is you take really good soap that you clean your hands with, then you pump it through cool. this mechanism, and out comes oil, which you're supposed to wash. I mean, I'm trying to solve the energy crisis across the planet, but I think it only works with the soap dispenser in my thing. No, we're pretty sure the gas station next to you is doing that. They have a bunch of barrels that appear to be full of gas marked flammable just stacked outside. With zero containers. Uh, no, they're they're in metal they're barrels. In hard metal barrels. But they might like, just be selling gas. If by we the felt barrel. like throwing one into his trunk, like assuming we were strong enough to lift it up, yeah, we could have just taken not. it. We're, a, we're not strong enough, but if we were. What's a soft metal barrel? Aluminum? <laughs> yeah. An aluminum foil barrel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put anything in it. I'll tell you that much. So this is another thing that we could put on the album art for this is, did you look at the window when you walked into the gas station and said what type of money they will accept? Oh, no. I, I did not. Uh, this is at the bottom of my street. 
and then it's near a I forgot what he called it. I think he called it a metro I forgot what Mike White White called it um, yeah there's basically a sign that says we will no longer be accept- accepting any cash bra money. from bras yes. or from panties that is uh, they're going to take it down soon because you just don't want that stickers. in the dead of summer in the, in the Windsor ah, right, it's not as big a deal you don't want that wet bra money though moist money is yeah, not it's good it's not good it's not good no well, that's you, the title of the you podcast. can't put it in a vending machine. Is it's not bad. good. It's a bit discriminatory, if you will. I thought moist just affected everybody equally. I mean, Margot Robbie walks in and pulls a twenty out of her bra, and you'd be like, "Oh, sorry, I can't take that." I don't think she knows what a twenty is. Fair. <laughs> or a bra. <laughs> Maybe she does. I don't know. This, this took a turn. It did um, take a turn. But I'm, yeah, that's interesting. They must have had. A and lot. it's the same with every sign that you ever see where you're like, that happened there was at some one, point in time. There was one jerk that ruined it for everyone. Somebody did that to create that sign. And, so now I'm curious to go down and find out the story. And they came in hot confidently. They're just like, oh, okay. Oh, it's 1050? Straight face. Here you go. <laughs> just, this is normal. Where does the then change come from? jiggling the change. Uh, like, <laughs> Ooh. Up. Got it. Now, what if they had the basically your normal like chip, and they pulled a credit card out of there and then put it in there? That would be acceptable because they don't have to touch the credit card. Good point. But what happens if said moistness goes into the receptacle of what the card? What level of reader? moistness are you? Are you picturing like dripping, like con- active condensation on this card? What, what are you picturing here? Is it all condensation active? Are they? Are, it's different levels of conversations <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like, I think you're picturing pull, practically pulling it out of a glass of water, and I don't think that's possible. Are they basically, are there a lot of people that walk to this gas station? So there is a Metrolink right down by there, okay. and it's also close to the border between Shrewsbury and South City. And as you head probably a mile away from the Metrolink is where a lot of the South City crime is. Oh, oh. lovely. So that explains the mailbox. I mean, it's the that worst getaway the possible. Like, if you were to, like, get on a Metrolink and then go somewhere and they know they're searching for you for committing a crime. You know where you're getting off. Hmm. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I was going to let that one go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By the way, make sure your mailbox is bolted on tight. Apparently, some weirdo walking around just ripped a mailbox off a house and was walking down the street with it. So, that's a thing. Here? Here. Yeah. Apparently. That happened when we were at the gas station. The guys were telling us about it. Bolted on tight. Well, I think that might be justification, at least for me, because I used to steal salt shakers from restaurants what and shit all the time. didn't you used to steal? That's probably the safest question to ask. Well, then answer <laughs> it. Because <laughs> I just remember in college, like, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to steal this salt shaker. Nobody's going to notice me. <laughs> I love that they probably watched you do it, and they're like, I don't get paid enough to care. <laughs> We have another dollar fifty salt shaker in the back. Let this guy get out there and think he's a mastermind. That would be great, actually. You're just like the wait staff in the back, and you're like, seriously, that, <laughs> that's that's what he's taking. He's yeah. taking the salt, guys. I think I had probably I think like eighteen unique salt shakers. That's fun. At least. Did it become at some point was this just your thing, and you thought, you know what, people love this. Everyone knows Tebow's got salt shakers. Well, I never even used salt because I didn't cook or do anything aside from. Tyson chicken fingers. So it was exclusively that. You thought people were impressed by your salt shakers. I think I was impressed by my salt shakers. That sounds about right. But yeah, all I, until I would say about, about 26, I don't even think I ever cooked anything. It was just all no. reheating stuff and like cooking stuff from scratch. Mm. So what did you do with all that salt? Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly the point. Jess, I, actually, it reminds me of a good story. Jess had stole... A dog. Salt shake. Well, dog, the dog's a different. <laughs> fucking copy. <laughs> fucking fucking copycat. She stole a salt and pepper shaker. Ooh. Um, we were in Heidelberg in Germany, like actual Germany, not the Heidelberg at Mizzou. No. Uh, I know. Depressing. But okay, I could have pictured know. the one. Yeah. <laughs> we're at Heidelberg at Mizzou. All right, not in Mizzou in Germany. No, I don't know. What are you think. sure you weren't in Missouri? We were in Germany. <laughs> We go to the rest. We go to this restaurant just down from the castle, and my sister was getting White ready. Castle. No, the Heidelberg Castle. Oh, okay. I'm just it making sure we're still not in, the in Germany. <laughs> and my sister was getting married that October, 
And they had little salt shakers that had the letter H engraved on them. And her husband's last name is How. So my my sister commented on how cool they are. Next thing I know, my wife is shoving them in her purse. <laughs> We're committing uh, theft in a foreign country at that point. She then presented them to them at their wedding, and we all got a great chuckle out of that, other than the fact that we've never been able to tell my grandma that because she would kill us all for stealing. <laughs> so, you know, just add to the salt sh- shaker theft. So your sister was, so was the only one here who hasn't stolen salt shakers. Technically, I didn't steal them. Yeah, by association. I stole a dog. And technically, Jeff, you stole them because I was with you when I stole salt shakers. So you were there. I had plausible deniability until this moment. <laughs> were you reading a dictionary while we were actually doing this? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> this is fantastic. I pulled out my pocket dictionary. Pulled legal dictionary. This is... It's mostly Fraud. about law. Yeah. That is... Int- I mean, this is an interesting conversation, though, because it's... Have you never stolen anything? Shut up your face. <laughs> so my no one is impressed by it, but I thought I was cool was college, and I stole so many street signs. Yes, you did. Yeah, I didn't keep any of them. Nope. I gave didn't. them to the the people that were hosting the parties I was at. They never wanted them. No. Never. No. But they got them. Was there zero context? Like you just stole Sutton like Street? Like I just, I just would like, disappear. Is your last name Sutton? Yeah, I would disappear no. and come back with like the one night I came back with like eight, and I'm like, here you go, and they're like, leave our house <laughs> now. So the best link to that, Jeff steals all these signs while he's at Mizzou, while Ooh. we're in Bearfield, um, and they would often end up at my house, almost always. And we're getting ready to move out, and my brother lives across the street from us. So we're like, hey, it's a token of the neighborhood. Here's all these street signs Jeff stole. (laughs) Enjoy them in your home. I go over there one night for a party, and cops show up. Uh Uh-oh. Cops knock on the door because we're too loud. I go to the door, talk them down. Like, you know, we, we have a conversation. Okay, not a problem. We'll keep it quieter. All of a sudden, I see him reach for his hip, but it was to pull out a flashlight. (laughs) And he shines it in and sees this stack of street signs (laughs) sitting in the dining room. It was like, what are those? And immediately comes in the door and is like, yeah, these are coming with us. And they're like looking for the homeowner, who unfortunately happened to meet my brother's roommate, Mo, at the time. He was the only one there. He gets walked out, putting handcuffs on the curb, and given a ticket for stealing all these street signs. Those are not cheap, though. No, they're not, apparently. Yeah, they didn't charge me anything for them. <laughs> yeah, they were all well, free. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, I, yeah. I had to pay half of his fine, which was like, t- I paid like 250 bucks. Why the hell did I never pay a dime of this fine? I don't fine? know. Probably because we just never. I didn't know what happened. Yeah. yeah. Plausible deniability. Plausible <laughs> deniability. But then all of a sudden, the same situation happens. The cop comes, he's like, sprays his flashlight on some salt shakers. He's probably leaving. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, this, this guy's weird. Well, yeah. So that was good. I must do a lot of hunting. So your international thievery. Yeah, started in Germany, which led to so because Stealing they didn't the Mona have Lisa to, was next because they because they Clearly. you stole those yeah. and that was part of the salt shaker budget of your sister's wedding. Yeah, what about that? Probably left open so she could book Jeff, myself, and three others as the man band. Yeah, it definitely to perform at her wedding. It definitely helped, um, especially since you guys got paid zero dollars. That's not true. American, I got paid a lot of mouth hugs. Dude, Zimbabwe, you <laughs> know that's like at least a hundred thousand. <laughs> Zimbabwean I mean, dollars. it was a lot of alcohol that you got paid that night. But yeah, we made out just fine. Yeah, that was... Uh, was that the last appearance of Waiting For It? Oh, yeah, so that's Waiting For It. Um, that's Instead of the four, it's an IV, obviously. Um, <laughs> if, if you didn't know at home. If you didn't know. Check us out on Spotify. Do we still have a Facebook um, group? It's not on Spotify. The Wait Is Over. The Wait Is Over is our first yeah. album. Uh, but yeah, we performed it, at the it's wedding. It's kind of similar to your second podcast. It apparently exists, but it doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, it's not going to exist. Um, so we, I think, how many weddings do we perform at? There was... The better question is how many weddings wanted us to perform at them? And the answer was, I think, one. Negative one. Yeah. How many did you actually perform at? I would say five. Several. several. Yeah. Five sound about right? Actually, no. Six, because there was uh, our friend's sisters. <laughs> it was... Sisters. I assume your friend's the calves, sisters. The was... guy at the calves. Oh, 
That one. I thought you were referring to me. I'm like, I'm sitting right I know here. I said Are you friend. refusing I said our friend? Are you refusing to acknowledge him by name? Because I can get on board with that. Well, it depends. People outside the podcast try to make sure it's only first names or anything else like that to make sure that they can't track me. Correct. I'm, I'm off, off the, the grid. grid. They, they won't find me. <laughs> I'm already screwed. I just talked about the charity that I support. Mm, so. You're sunk. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to go back to my uh, little hideout in the woods with a bunch of street signs. They never go find me. <laughs> Except for those things are like when you flash something, they glare. So it's like <laughs> it's like the idiot who like escapes from the cops and like the light up shoes and is running through the forest and they can see them. <laughs> but they look good. It was worth it. Uh, I, gotta right, get, so, I gotta get me some of those shoes. Did you know, as an adult, you can still buy those? Like the light up, the ones that blink. Oh yeah, they're not exclusively for kids. That is actually a revelation. Mm, the next performance of Waiting for It. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dangerous. Now we just have to pick the date. And we'll wear these blazers. We should go on our Yeah, you'll all wear my blazers. Correct. Yes. <laughs> all right, so boys, coming up on an hour, usually what we try to do, try to wow. say anything that you want to plug. I found out that plug is what people say on podcasts. Uh, most of the time, it's people who are famous and are doing their own shit. Like Did you Netflix never listen specials. to podcasts until you wanted to make your own? You said you found out. This oh, is, I did. And thing. honestly, like I now. listen to so many that it's just like I listen to it kind of half-heartedly. So okay. the answer is you don't. You put them on in the background. You don't listen to them. Ish. See, and I'm not a big podcaster. Like I'm, I'm really into. Right, well, I know it shows. We, it it shows with your yeah. performance. I, yo, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, Talk about me, there's... star of the podcast, obviously. Yeah, well, it's that voice. Actually, it's Didier over there who hasn't moved since he's done like a hour pet marathon over there. Well, you know, he's a good boy. He does what he does. Yeah. No, it's. I, I mean, I've always, I always like music if I go to the gym or something like that. Podcasts are hard for me because I feel like then I focus so hard on the podcast. And you realize it's been ten minutes in between sets. Yes, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I've been sitting here listening to something for way too long about Bigfoot killing JFK or something like that, and I'm like, yep. I'm on like podcast. Like, <laughs> it's exclusively. Do that you know content. how big of a gun? That Bigfoot could have in order. It took a super big gun to kill JFK. It's a great point. I mean, he could have been like another mile away. Bigfoot's very talented. Yeah. 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 Magic bullet, magic creature. We could go deep into this in part two of our podcast. So if this is the last episode of the podcast, the CIA got to me. (laughs) Finally, for all that salt shaker theft. Nessie set him up. He didn't want to do it. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, That checks out. So talked about. Anything, everything. So, big thing is kind of talking about Franny's crew, the charity. What's your uh, upcoming event? Like, so one we'll put in the show notes where you can go and donate, and all these upcoming events. Hopefully, like, are you on Facebook, Instagram? Yeah. So we've got uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, actually too. You oh. know, so we're very professional. He's professional, yeah. yeah. Wait, uh, LinkedIn is what makes it professional? I don't know. I mean, can, the alternative is he's like, you know, got a sign in his front yard. Is like, come give me money. So this is a step up. Yeah, it could be worse. I mean, you can still give me money if you want, but yeah, it, it's it's nice. So corruption uh, is so fun, isn't it? I didn't say that at all. <laughs> Just give me your money. <laughs> you know, internet money. <laughs> Um, no, to answer your question, though, I mean, our our next event won't be until golf. Um, we're working on a few other events as well to start doing throughout the year outside of athletic-type events. Just we're going to we're, we're qualify golf and cornhole as athletic events. Well, you know, people come up and they have to do things with precision um, hmm. to an extent. Or you just, you know, cornhole, you just show up and drink. And then you throw some bags. And then when you're out, you just keep drinking. And hopefully you're donating money to us still, which is good. Uh, we like that. So you only accept donations after somebody's drank so much. He made I, me blow I before not, I could donate. I did not say that. <laughs> I could not drive home after. I just oh, was such a giving person. Um, no, but we've got uh, golf will be May 15th of 23 is when our tournament is for next year. We'll have registration opening up for that in January. So be on the lookout for that. It is, like I said, the, the website will be coming soon, and there'll be links to that on our Facebook page, Instagram page, LinkedIn, all that stuff. Uh, you can donate on those sites as well. Um, and then, you know, we're, we'll have other events. We do a lot of stuff just to, to promote fire safety um, and police safety, things that can help 
first responders in general to be more knowledgeable about ways they can protect themselves from cancer in the line of duty. Um, so we encourage first responders to follow our pages too, because we, we give a lot of insight on that. I mean, the, the purpose of the foundation is to help those families deal with it, but it's also an educational piece too, to help first responders that are actually out there now to avoid getting to that point of needing our help. So in the, you know, hopefully next year, we're going to have some seminars too, that we'll host with, safety professionals that can talk to them about this is what you should be doing you know with your gear for example fire gear is supposed to be washed almost every time that you're or once a week or every time you've come back from a fire because just the fumes that come off of that gear can settle in and give you you know start you down the path of picking up cancer so it's those types of things that we hope to educate these guys on too and educate the public on that that's actually a real thing that's going on yeah, I mean, that's kind of all I have for today. It will be in the show notes. I've been to there every single year as far as... Hold on, we'll get there. We'll you get like a five-second blip at the end, Jeff. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's going to watch this. So, or hear this. Anywho, so yeah, we'll have in the show notes. All of our friends go to it every single year. It's an awesome event. Even if you can't make it, inter- I don't know how 501c3s do with... Uh, international accounting rules uh great question me either we'll yeah you should hire you should hire somebody in your comp in your charity to do that that sounds great <laughs> <laughs> and then also yeah so jeff here works for varsity tutors he's in sales and then if you are actually listening to the podcast um a link to the show notes will show every single one of his competitors um <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually like to take this moment to plug my podcast. It's called Ginger Revolution. It's a reaction podcast to Tebow's podcast. It is not online. You have to come hang out at my house to listen to it, but it so is very risque. Hashtag rant. Just that's all it is. <laughs> it's, just, it's just Jeff yelling at a bunch of other gingers. Oh, my God. Please tell me you're on your front porch drinking PBR and a wife beater. and that's... <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell about those people who got souls who think they're going to run run the world. It's just me saying the word moist in the microphone every couple minutes. All right. Well, gentlemen, thanks for coming on for episode quote unquote number three, four. Three, four. We appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. And everything will be in the show notes. And then honestly, if you don't like this podcast, I'm trying to make it as bad as possible. So you'll keep listening so you can keep hating me. Did you intentionally almost burp right there? I don't know. Hmm.